Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning uh, trade plan session. And of course, today is Tuesday, uh, the 2nd of August. Um, and uh, the whole purpose behind this particular trading session every morning is for us to be as prepared as we can for today's potential uh, trading opportunities. So we get to see some of the activity overnight. We'll be able to put together uh, a list of uh, hopefully coherent trading um, ideas that we can look to execute as this market kind of unfolds over the course of the day. So that ability to be prepared is really quite a useful one. It keeps you on the right side as far as trading emotions and psychology is concerned. Um, because if you have a plan and you, you're quite disciplined and trying to stick to executing that plan, it can certainly keep you out of perhaps more emotional type trading opportunities. Uh, and seeing a market move and then looking to to sort of forget what you're doing and, and kind of jump into it. If you can avoid all those types of things when you trade these markets, um, you'll begin to find a little bit of stability. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Then we'll start with our risk warning, of course, uh, currently up on screen. Just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself uh, with our risk warning. And just as, as always, as a quick introduction, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade, where do they enter, where do they exit, how do they manage risk. Um, risk management is, is a profoundly important element to, to trading, and it's probably, it's probably the part of trading that, that traders give, give least uh, attention to in, in a very, very controlled and disciplined manner. Whereas, as you know, for us, it's, it's, a, it's a fundamental part of kind of what we do and, and what our approach is. Even broadly speaking, if there's really tight market conditions, you know, what we can do is we can reduce down our trade size and we can, um, we can work with slightly bigger stop losses. So we've got a lot of flexibility in our approach to manage risk, as, as many of you know. Um, how do you manage each trade? Uh, hopefully to a successful outcome, putting all these things together in trading psychology. And we discuss these things, not just in this uh, in this trade plan session, but uh, in, in our live trade rooms every day. Um, and as you know, we are strong advocates of being consistent. We look for the same type of opportunities over and over and over again. And that we're quite, we're, we're extremely disciplined with our capital and we can be patient as well when the time requires it. Um, last week, the first three days, we needed to be extremely patient. The opportunities were, were pretty poor quality. Um, we were quite patient, and then we were able to get into some winning trades towards the end of the week. So that's just rolling with the markets as they unfold, um, and not being and, and broadly being mindful of the market fundamentals as well. So all of these things is is a fundamental part of of the way we trade. Um, so let's get straight into it. Then we'll start with a review of potential market moving news. So for this, we'll um, we'll bring up Forex calendar. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well uh, and you had a good long weekend. Of course, we weren't broadcasting yesterday. It was a bank holiday here in Ireland. Um, so we had a, a nice long weekend. Um, yeah, good to be back as well, of course, because uh, we've got an interesting, I suppose, uh, an interesting week to a certain degree. Um, we are entering summer markets now, so just be mindful of that. Um, we, we're going to take a few weeks off in August. Uh, we do every year, um, just because of the nature of the market conditions. Um, however, this week, we've got 
some interesting, uh, I suppose, developments, especially as far as the US is concerned. Um, so if I just flick through, we're going to hear from the BOE, of course, on Thursday. Um, but on Friday, we're going to have jobs numbers. We're going to have a fairly solid uh, jobs number, we would anticipate, um, with a lot of concern on the, on the employment side in the US. Um, we've already got most of the elements to stagflation. The element that we don't really have that, that should probably fit to a certain degree is, is rising unemployment. Um, things seem broadly quite stable. Um, and we'll have a look at average hourly earnings as well. The rate at which people's pay is increasing or decreasing. We know inflation is, uh, is at very, very high levels. And will the rate of, of earnings, people's earnings, keep up with that inflation? Um, so we'll be looking into these things as we roll into Friday. So we're going to have a bit of positioning between now and Friday. So uh, over the course of today, we've already had uh, the RBA um, increase rates by another 50 basis points, very much in line with expectations. Uh, they've all, well, most of these central banks have to deal with really high inflation as well. So we've got a, um, a rate hike for the Aussie dollar. Uh, job openings, we're going to see we've been above this sort of 11 million figure um, for a good few months. And this implies that there's, there's close to two jobs available for every unemployed person in the US and um, very nearly. So uh, the jobs picture is still really quite good. And that will be the, the final jigsaw for this inflation story. Now, the, we know we're entering a recession. If we look at the 10-year, um, they're still inverted, the 10- and 2-year uh, bond yields. However, there is a, a softening, let's say. Um, and this is easing the pressure on these central banks to continue to ease rates. So we were up at 3.5 there last month, and now we're down at 2.5. So a sizable rollover, um, but we are still technically inverted, and that implies you know, recessionary type environments. Um, it's 2.5 uh, on the 10-year, uh, and it's, uh, it's 2.85. So there's actually a 30 basis point deviation now. So the, the, the inverted nature of the yield curve is, is slightly widening, um, and, and that in itself would be a concern. But if we looked at the 10-year, there is a, um, a considerable softening, um, largely probably due to Fed uh, decision-making. So what, what does that mean for us as traders, and, and how would we look at these markets? If we take a look at risk, <clears throat> you can see that it, it, it's softening. Um, we are, sorry, if we go to the daily time frame, um, it had really these this softening uh, yield curve has really kind of supported prices to the upside. But look what's happening up at these slightly higher levels. Um, there's a strong level of support and resistance in here, which is technically one of the kind of the first things we, we look at because we want to make decisions around support and resistance. That's, that's kind of the first thing. So if I just get up our pen here briefly, um, hopefully you can see that level of support and resistance quite nicely. And, and so we're talking about, broadly speaking, inside this range, 
Um, it's a clearly defined level of support resistance. When we get to that level, we get a little bit of a bounce to varying degrees um, uh, until we kind of break through it. So you want to be looking at this level for, for prices to actually go from um, potential buying opportunities at these levels of support to actually um, this level becoming uh, a level of resistance. And you can see that that kicks in on a number of occasions. Now we're at this exact same point in here. Uh, we're getting a slight little bit of rollover. Um, and that's how we can determine this as now a level of resistance. So what it does is it effectively stacks the odds in your favor. If we look to sell at this level and we have a, a clearly defined technical stop loss at some, at some price, maybe above these technical highs, then um, we can probably expect some short-term softening. Um, so we're, it's a, we're, you know, we are day traders, so we're not looking for, you know, like a swing trade over five or six days or anything like that. So we can absolutely try to capitalize on, um, in fact, this is, uh, this is a bit, a bit chaotic. So, oh yeah, sorry. Yesterday was Monday, wasn't it? Of course, bank holiday. So yeah. Um, so pure indecision yesterday, and now it looks like we're getting a slight little rollover just down to these lows. So below the 40, 40.94 could give us an opportunity to the downside. So if we look at risk, and we'll have a look across the other ones, 40.94. So, so the US indices... Um, we can certainly look to trade slightly messier, but this is the general area for a bit of resistance. I mean, there's, there's further levels kind of up at these levels. So there's, there's really a lot of resistance to the upside. And if we get our, um, our levels out, we've got this sort of descending level as well to the upside and to the downside. So we've got a kind of a coherent channel really. So if we look at this chart and I've just put a couple of very simple lines up, you know, what direction would we expect this market to move in uh, from a technical analysis perspective? You know, what we'd want to do is go with the probabilities, which is to see a short term uh, kind of rollover trade to the upside. So that would be another interesting trade for us. Um, and the NASDAQ as well. We clearly need, you know, these markets have been moving sideways now for a little while. So we need to see some, some kind of follow through there. And again, clearly defined support resistance around this level, just sitting in here and prices are pushed higher and Again, we've got the same analysis as the other US indices. We've got this little channel. And there's your channel. And last but not least, we'd expect this market somewhere inside this little zone here to actually give us that high probability rollover trade perhaps not down to these lows, but certainly um, to get a decent move 
and roll over to the downside. So we can firmly say we're, we're looking at risk off opportunities. Um, let's go with the doubt to the downside below the uh, 32, 32, 6, 6, 5, So we've got risk off market conditions. Um, that's certainly our approach. Again, we're not really liking or enjoying at all the, the price action that we're seeing across these um, these European markets. You've got the Nikkei kind of in a bit of a, a sideways bind and, and Bitcoin. We're really struggling to, to try and get above this little little high above the 24,200. So it's hard to say that Bitcoin traders are out of the woods. It looked as if that would be the case. But all the price action since has kind of um, sort of diminished that quite significantly. So a little bit more work to do. Um, I suppose there's an argument that suggests some short-term upside, but broadly speaking, um, we're, we're certainly facing downwards as, as things currently stand. So US oil, this is quite an interesting market. Um, just purely because we are, well, we've got this strong level of resistance up here, and this was Friday's high as well. You know, run into that resistance. We've got resistance to the downside, which this market is still currently uh, working within, and all we're getting in between that is just pure um, consolidation. And probably down at these lower levels, we might get a little bit further upside. We're trading inside consolidation, so we'd like to, to trade below that level if we can for the breakout to the downside or a breakout to the upside. And um, we might be a little bit patient inside that little zone. So if we can wait and be patient, we might get a better opportunity in that pretty soon. So we can also wait with this potentially strengthening risk-off market condition, we can maybe we get just a little bit further upside, but we've pretty much got close to that level. So we'll see if we get a bit of a rollover to the downside. Uh, nothing just yet. And the, the yen has probably been the strongest um, market of all. It's still quite messy if you look at markets like the pound yen. Uh, we'll have a look at the dollar yen straight after this. So the euro yen has has seen some very significant structural failures. Very significant. So that was a very poor structural failure trade to the downside, but the, the real one actually kicked in um, just below the monthly low. And now we're down at these lower levels. So um, there's an argument. We'll probably get some further downside down to this little zone in here, the 132.56. Um, I suppose the major problem is our entry was much higher. So overnight, we've had a really strong move for the yen. We've got this tension between the US and China as well, which might pick up pace. So that might indicate 
further reasons for this sort of risk off market conditions. Some of the earnings have been really positive, especially out of the US and Europe. So we've got a mix between quite positive market conditions and, uh, and pretty poor market conditions. I'll just let's say that the, the, the tensions between the US and China could ratchet up really quite quickly. There's talk that Pelosi is going to visit Taiwan, which the Chinese would it would really anger the Chinese. So the Americans getting involved again in, uh, in situations globally and just annoying everybody. Um, maybe there's a strategic reason to do that, but it seems like it's just a bit more confrontational. Right, so the potential for some support. So we've seen a really strong move. This is broadly speaking the, the area at which we would expect to see potentially some buying coming in, um, but we haven't seen that yet. So we can continue to monitor that. Uh, the, the dollar, is there an opportunity for the dollar today? Potentially. So Marcus, like the dollar CAD, Yesterday, we had a bit of positivity, a bit more today. The, the quality, the nature of the, the move, you see there's your move overnight in the last what, three hours. You know, we've had a really strong breakout to the downside. So that's with a rate hike. We've seen this type of uh, significant rollover. So will we get further downside in this? That's the question. It's just grinding lower as we speak. Like a pullback, if anything, on that one. New Zealand dollar, same situation following suit. So really, we're looking for some dollar strength. So, so we can have a look for that, of course. Um, and we, we'll spend a bit more time in our daily trading room um, to actually identify which one is likely to give us the best. We like the potential uh, yen lower. We've just had such a strong move overnight. Doesn't really give us much opportunity to get into it. And perhaps tomorrow we could be looking for a sell trade in gold. And a um, bit of a question mark over, over oil as things currently stand. So we've got enough to put together our trade plan and we'll switch rooms now in just a second. Um, so we had on Friday, we had some, uh, some positive response from US indices. So they were pushing higher. Uh, we saw some continuing dollar weakness. Uh, we're able to get into a couple of good profitable trades. Um, Gold, we, we've seen some continuation. We're kind of above that 17.50 now. Whoops. Um, we're up at 17.75. So we are seeing grinding price action higher. And uh, that, that euro yen was a great trade uh, below 136.39. And um, we're now 134.11. So really strong move and continuation yesterday and today as well so really decent move and this is this is when you get these little structural failures um but you have to be quite selective with the euro yes the the dollar yen as well um and, and we've seen a strong move uh with the pound um but 
I think it's fair to say the the, the euro has been um, certainly one of the weaker currencies out there. So so let's uh, let's just amend this, guys, and we'll let you guys go. Thanks as always for joining us. Uh, here's our trade plan for the day. So. So I, I say we can we can look at risk off market conditions. Uh... Okay. So we can have a look for some risk-off market conditions due to US-China conflict. And we've already seen the yen make its move. We're looking for risk-off across the US indices, uh, i.e. the S&P and the Dow. And we're also looking for some continued, um, well, let's say some dollar strength now. Um, so let's put these in here then. So uh, SP500 to um, sell sell below the So this kind of fits with our plan, 32,653653. Okay, so this kind of fits with our overall sort of trade plan. Um, I'll post this now into the chat box. So we are looking for continuing risk off market conditions um, over the course of the trading day, just due to potential US-China conflict. We've got um, uh, Nancy Pelosi visiting um, the region of kind of Taiwan and um, that that kind of general area and there is an expectation that she will go to visit the country of Taiwan and that's gonna really quite upset China um, so there's there's talk of retaliation and things of that nature so we'll have to see how that escalates if that escalates that's obviously a bit of a bad news story for these markets so currently we're looking for some short-term trading opportunities based off this trading idea. The S&P below the, the 40.94, the Dow Jones looking for a sell trade below 32,563. And broadly, some dollar strength very much in line with yen strength. So that, that risk off trade is really the focus uh, of these markets. So I'm gonna post this into the chat box, guys. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, the details are there, so our current markets and, and the market summary as well. Um, it's all in there for you. So on that note, guys, thanks very much for joining us. We're going to switch across, of course, to our live trade room uh, now. So we'll be getting that set up in about a minute's time. Any questions, feel free to post them, and we'll, uh, we'll answer any questions, of course, before we uh, close off the broadcast. And thanks very much for joining us. We do trade these markets live from 8 a.m. for the Euro European trading session and again at 12.30 for the US trading session. So if you want to join us for that, do feel free to do so. 
Uh, for more information, go to thelivetraderoom.com. And just to let you know, we're going to be taking a few weeks off, so we're going to sort of publish uh, those dates um, uh, this week. We take our kind of a summer shutdown uh, over the month of uh, August, just due to, um, broadly speaking, it is when the vast majority of traders and investors do take some time off. So you can often get a lot of meandering price action and, and often it's better that you, you kind of can take a bit of time off in August um, than sit and watching uh, these screens in detail um, because September is likely to be uh, a pretty volatile trading month. All traders come back to their desks. They're quite refreshed. They've got end of year bonuses in mind. They, they're really quite aggressive. They attack the markets and we want to try and sort of jump on the bandwagon and try and finish the year uh, quite strongly if we possibly can. Great stuff. On that note, guys, we'll let you go. Thanks for joining us. Do take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.